The Laura Loves Yoga podcast is about taking our yoga off the mat and into our day-to-day life. As well as sharing lessons from yoga, I'll be shining a light on special guests who care about holistic health and wellness, talking to entrepreneurs who have started businesses that align with their hearts. Join me, be part of this community of like-minded souls. Let's dive in. Today's guest, Keith Mitchell, joins me from the USA. Keith loves gemstones, and so do I. I can't wait to get chatting to him about his handmade jewellery business, Creations by Cam. So welcome, Keith. It's so lovely to have you here. Well, it's lovely to be here. I'm really happy to to meet you and see you face to face. Yes, I know. So we've been in touch, haven't we? But we haven't had a chance to speak properly before. So this is really lovely. So um, I'm going to open up by telling you that I have always had a a love of gemstones and crystals and things. I've been fascinated since I was a little girl. And it's the kind of thing you can imagine you'd be on holiday somewhere you'd go to the gift shop and you'd see the sparkly things i'd be drawn to the sparkly things and want to spend my money on those and yeah always always been interested and I wouldn't say i have a huge knowledge but i'm always curious and i've picked things up along the way as i've got older um do you want to tell me about how you what your story is how you came to get into sure this? i'd be happy to oh. It's, it's interesting that you, you mentioned the word sparkly things because uh, <laughs> that is that is one of my uh, yeah it's one of my weaknesses is anything sparkly I love sparklies uh, I, I've got a bit of a dragon in me I think I, I have a, a little bit of a hoard in my in my room and uh, lots of rocks so when I was eight years old I had I was I was short and I was skinny and and uh, I wish I could be skinny now but anyway um, so I was very slow. I, I was slow moving. I didn't run very fast. So we, in school, we had library day once a week. And so we'd all go to the library. And I was very short. And all the good books were on the top shelves. And uh, by the time I would get to them, there was nothing left. So one, one day I picked up this book. And it, the, the name of the book was Rocks and Minerals. And it was a little paperback book. It was um, probably 100 pages, maybe. And I read the book in an afternoon and I was hooked. I was convinced that on the way home from school, I was going to find a diamond. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, I haven't, haven't, haven't happened. Now, I bought a few diamonds and, and paid the price for those, but um, <laughs> but I, I, I was just hooked. I, I became a, a instant, it was, it was an instant obsession. Yeah, uh, I, I, there were, my parents were always finding rocks in my pockets, and they, you know, they always knew that if I had something in my pockets, it had to be rocks. Uh, yeah. And that eventually graduated to uh, actually being an honest to goodness rock hound and going out digging and, and uh, going to places, uh, made some friends with some people who, who actually owned a couple of mountains that had mines in them. And, uh, oh, cool. Had some pretty fun adventures with, with uh, this that older gentleman there. So anyway, as years went by, uh, went to college and actually I lived in Taiwan for two years. I did a missionary service in Taiwan for two years, learned Mandarin Chinese. And uh, so, and in those, that, that period of time in my life, I sort of let the rock collecting slip away. Really get busy with life and, and raising children and, and so on. And so, uh, but later on, I, I mean, I never lost interest in it. It just, Sort of other things took a, took a front seat, and that was kind of in the back seat. And uh, 
So just a few years ago, uh, well, my first marriage ended uh, in divorce, and um, ended up marrying my high school sweetheart. Uh, she's, um, and uh, we were, when we were just getting ready to get married, I lost my job in information technology. Uh, it, was the, it was in the, the time when the economy was a little bad, and you know, the, the, uh, the information technology sector what well, technology sector in itself was, was in a real down down type of uh, downward spiral so i was caught up in that i was out of work for a year and uh which is not a great way to start your marriage no, <laughs> it, was, a long time. Uh, it was a long time and so when you lose your job your full-time job is finding another job so as i was looking through that i, I got an email that said from some place like some random place that uh, said, hey, get, send us a few dollars and we'll send you a kit and you can make some earrings. And I said, oh, why not? I got nothing else to do. So yeah. I did. And uh, they were little, little tiger eye beads. And, on the, and they would, when I finished, they were so ugly. The ugliest things I've ever made. <laughs> so that kind of started me into jewelry. And then I started uh, just doing beading and that, that kind of thing with glass yeah. beads. I eventually graduated to um, taking sea glass and wrapping that with, with silver wire. And people at my, my wife's work, uh, she works as a nurse, and people at the hospital or her coworkers started asking her about some of the things that she was wearing. So she, uh, and then they said they found out that it was for me, and then so she uh, started bringing stuff in and they started buying it. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. So, but then I got, so I said, well, I'm, I'm wrapping this glass, I said, but I have, all these stones that I've collected through the years, and um, let me let me see if I can wrap some of those. I started wrapping the stones raw, just the raw specimen, nothing polished, um, which was interesting. I learned from a book. I, I, I'm self-taught. I yeah. bought a book and uh, learned how to do it in a book, and um, so that's how I got started in the, the jewelry wrapping. So that's really kind of the short story. And that's kind of graduated from there, and, and I have. Uh, quite a few people who are regular customers, which is nice because I don't see them anymore right now. But that's okay. Uh, that will this will this too shall pass. So my interest in rocks has been since I was eight, and uh, I've always been very interested in the geological part of it, the the chemical and then the uh, how the, the stones are put together and that the crystal structures and that kind of thing. Yeah. But as I as I learned to wrap, I noticed that sometimes I would hold a stone in my hand and it felt different. And I, I and it was almost like it got to the point where it was almost like it was talking to me and telling me how it wanted to be uh, displayed and how it wanted to be wrapped. And some yeah, and sometimes I I you know make something go in one direction and I go I get this distinct feeling. No, it needs to go in the other direction, and and there was there's an energy, and and the energy from each one of the stones is different. Yeah. And even the same, even stones of the same variety uh -huh. can have different feels to them. Sometimes they feel very warm. Sometimes they're cold. Sometimes you feel comfort sometimes you feel a little ill at ease it's they all have different energies um yeah. and i'm a pretty spiritual person and i believe that the earth has a spirit 
Yeah. And so why would it, why would you not, why would something that, that comes from something spiritual not yeah. have an energy of some sort? And, and I can tell you, I, you know, there, there are doubters out there and, yeah. um, and, and that's fine. You know, to, to them, the rocks are just pretty things. Yeah. And they are, they're, you know, rocks are beautiful. I love the tre all the treasures from the earth. And you, when, when I'm working with something, you never really know what you're getting until you get past all of the, the bumps. You, you, you knock all that stuff away, and you start getting to the real beautiful patterns. And then you can really feel, um, and I always tell people, I guess, like, it's like they're talking to me. Yeah. And I don't know, don't know how to explain it any other way. Uh, so there's definitely an energy there. Whether people believe it or not, it doesn't doesn't really matter. It's there. So had you at that point, you know, initially you said you were interested, in, I suppose, in the formation and so on, and perhaps that interest in the healing qualities maybe came later, did it? Is that when you started to kind of experience these feelings yourself that you maybe delved a little deeper into learning? Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, and, yeah. and I said because I got curious. I said, you know, this. I hold this one and it feels, you know, a certain way. And then I'll, I'll put that down and put another stone in. It's like, now this one feels different. And sometimes you can, like, if there's something you really can't, you look at it, you know, I don't know what that is, but you put it in your hand and it's like, oh, that's this, because this has this kind of feeling. And uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. It's, um, and I have a lot of people that, well, not a lot. Most people just kind of nod and smile and, you know, and that's fine. It's uh it's just something that I think you have to, um, you have to experience. Sure. Now, I can't say that I've ever been healed by a stone, but I certainly know you feel that there's energies. energy there. There yeah. is energy there. Where do you get your stones for making your jewelry from then? Where do you, where do they come from? Um, some of them, uh, I have some, some nice stones that I, that I dug as a, as a young, as a child and as a teenager that um, got them from New England. Up in, I, I actually grew up in Maine, which yes. is the northeastern mm -hmm. part of the state. Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot of really nice, there's tourmalines and amethysts and uh, uh, aquamarine, and it's really nice, this sodalite and some other nice stones up there. So yeah. some of those I, I dug myself. Some of them I, I had bought off eBay. Uh, and then others, there's a, there's a place not too far from us and the guy has, the guy who owns it, he's, it's this hip, it's this really hippy dippy shop. I mean, it really is. You go in there and it's like, it's like going back into the 1960s and 1970s. I love that. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. It's, it's, it is so magic. It's, he's got some beautiful stuff there. And, he, and um, he has like three or four warehouses full of stones and he's always got something Gosh. new. Yeah. And uh, I, I still haven't convinced him yet to let me go into his warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> but I go to I go to his shop and he's he's a, he cuts his own stones and stuff and so what I do is I look for the I look for the end pieces the ones that he gets to the end of a stone and and it's it's cut but he did, it's not something that he wants to work with it's too mm -hmm. small or whatever so I yeah. work with very small tools and yeah. so I I get a lot from him uh, right now I I haven't purchased anything uh, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> Well, I sort of have purchased some things, but I'm very, I'm getting a little bit more picky, a little bit more choosy because I have so many, uh, I have boxes and boxes of, of stones, slabs. I like to buy slabs because then I can cut them and shape them. Yeah. 
but I have so many of them, I'm, I've got a real backlog. So I've got to go through them and, and at least get some of the, at least get some of them cut so that I can put them in another box so they'll be ready to, to be polished and stuff. Brilliant. So, I tell you what I've got an abundance of, rose quartz. And that is okay. because last summer um, we were taking a, a holiday in Scotland. Um, we were sort of Western Scotland, not too far from Loch Lomond. Mm. which you'll have heard of mm -hmm. and oh, yes. we were up in the hills we were walking and we were with a guide actually who was telling us about the area and he pointed out there is rose quartz everywhere look there it is mm. there it is and we're starting with children we're fascinated and like I would have been at their age as well and we came home with loads of rose quartz and I just love that nature provides this beautiful wonder you know oh, yes. nature provides everything we need basically that's true know, and there's enough seed. for everybody Rock, um, whatever. Oh yeah, and and there's so much beauty of it. And rose quartz is a special. It's very special. That is a heartstone. Yeah. That 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 is a that is all about you know love and not not just romantic love, but it's about all forms of love. Yes. It's that's really what what uh, any of your pink stones. That's what they what they. Yeah. their focus is. is and is I, I just found it interesting as well because we're, it was walking up hills and things and you know that people often, oh I need to go and walk and they always feel so good don't they once they've got into nature and they're oh, yes. up the hill. and I thought yeah. well you're surrounded by all this healing gift mm -hmm. you know all around yeah. you so it makes oh, yes. sense. Oh yes, well if I ever go to Scotland I have to go there because I, I, will come home with, I will come home with a <laughs> Would I will have? I'll bring a, a pair of cargo pants that have multiple pockets. <laughs> That's what to I do. love rose, rose quartz. I love rose quartz. That's yeah. It. Do you I, have a, a favorite stone to actually work with then? Oh my goodness. That's, <laughs> That's a hard, hard question. That's a hard question. I have a lot of favorite stones. Um, I love labradorite. Labradorite is iridescent. Uh, it depends depending on how you cut it. Sometimes it's it, it, it uh, shines golden, sometimes it's blue, sometimes it's green, uh, and sometimes it's purple. It's just, it's a beautiful stone to work with. You have to cut it. Just right. I have a big piece that I got from um, another friend who had a, um, a shop that, that, um, where she sold, sold stones, and, and it's a, it is green. Uh, if, when the light hits it, it's green. It's just beautiful. So I don't dare to cut it because I don't want to ruin it. Because <laughs> yeah. if you cut it wrong, you, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. But uh, so labradorite is one of them. Um, amethyst is, is amethyst is one of those stones that when a, a usually people start getting interested in stones when they're about eight or nine years old. Okay, when they that's usually about the time, and that's and. Amethyst is usually one, one of the first ones that people notice. Absolutely. And that's usually the one that you're most attracted to because it's such a, a beautiful shade of purple. And, and even the lighter shades of amethyst are just gorgeous. So that's usually the first one that, that attracts that's attention. So, uh, so amethyst one, uh, rose quartz. Um, I like to work with some of the softer stones. Jade is very soft. It's a beautiful stone. It's a water stone. Uh, so I like I work with Jada. That's a that's a fun one because it's very soft and it's very easy to work with. It's very pliable and it really it really takes from you. It it, it really is a. I think Jade Jade would be a a follower. Uh, it really lends itself better to. It's like okay, you want to do this? Sure, you can do this. You know, it's very easy. <laughs> going. Um, opal Opal's a very difficult stone to work with because it's it's so 
um, it's very sensitive to heat. So you have to really be careful. And, and you, can, you can take a beautiful pistol. Go ahead. If I could jump in there. The oh, go right ahead. You've just I reminded me. My husband is obsessed with a TV show. Now, I've written it down because I can't remember the name of it. Um, Outback Opal Hunters. It's oh, yes. Yeah. Australian TV show. Have you heard of this? It, I've heard it. Yes, it, it, it's in Australia. In Australia, and, yeah. And yeah. He, he know, he's been watching it so regularly. He's told me all the different types of opal. And it Lots is. Of so, and I've, I've seen little bits and pieces. Stunning. Black opal. Well, I, have a, opal. I have a piece. I have a piece of black opal. Have okay, you? I believe that's the most have, valuable. It's, yeah, and I haven't done anything with it. It's, it's uh, again, because opal is so touchy. You have to really, when you, because it's very, like I say, it's very heat sensitive. So if you, if you do it wrong, it just clouds up and you just have nothing. So you have to really be careful with it. But yeah, I do have a small piece of black opal and I have a piece of blue opal um, that um, my wife's manager, uh, fa the father of my wife's manager had a, a shop up in the mountains and when he passed away, it was a rock shop that we, he sold rocks and little things. Yeah. When he passed away, uh, all of this, his children divided everything up, and she got a bunch of, uh, uh, quite a few of her, the stones and things. And she yeah. asked me to come through and help her to categorize them and help them to help me, or help her to um, organize them. And she said, sure. "And you can keep anything you find." Oh. The first thing, the first thing I pulled out was this great big piece of blue opal. I said, "Okay, that's mine." Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I told her about it. I said, I said it's a piece of opal. I said, she's all right. I don't know if I'm going to want it. So, oh, how wonderful. Yeah. So opal is a, it's a, it's a beautiful stone. It's, it's, yeah. very, it's, it's, it can be brittle and it also, but it also is very heat sensitive. So you have to really, really be careful. With it. So okay. I love working with opal. So yeah, I have lots and lots and lots of favorite stones. Um, so you have a birthstone. Yes, I wanted to talk about this as well, because I should mention something else I got into as a child was my star sign. And I think I must have had a book. So I'm a Sagittarian and That's I had yep. this book when I was young and I used to love reading about it. So I think I was finding that I was getting some validation for who I was, you know, it was describing mm -hmm. the traits. Yeah, and, sure. and as a child, I found this really kind of reassuring. So I loved this. I got really into it. and. Um, of course, that Sagittarian, it's for November, December birthdays. I'm right. December. But for as far as the star sign goes, I was, well, I was aware that it was a blue topaz that was related mm -hmm. to the star sign. And for any yoga fans who are listening to this, interestingly, topaz in Sanskrit, the ancient language of yoga, means tapas, which is fire. So Sagittarius is a fire sign and right. the stone itself being blue, I think we'd have like a healing, calming quality to almost balance out that fieriness of the Sagittarius. I just thought this was a really interesting um, link between the stone yes. and the sign. Now Topaz comes in, now you can get what they call, you've seen that the uh, not imperial topaz. That's that's real. Um, what do they call it? It's it's kind of looks like it looks kind of iridescent. All different kinds of colors yeah. of topaz. That's that's treated. That's heat treated. That's what okay. makes that. But topaz naturally comes in clear, and then a golden, which is the imperial topaz, at blue. 
Those are the only three colors that topaz naturally occurs in. Um, but topaz can, you can use heat to take a clear, a piece of clear topaz and make it other colors depending on what kind of gas you use. But blue topaz, I mean, let me read to you what blue topaz. I'm gonna put my, put my uh, there's, a, there's a, a whole bunch of things and, and I have lots of reference materials here. Um, it says blue topaz is, a couple of its characteristics are enhancement of the mind and communication. Okay. And uh, the chakras are the throat chakra and the third eye chakra. Yeah. That's the fifth and the sixth. And then it is a fire. It is a fire element. Blue topaz. Mm -hmm. Actually, all topaz is. is let's see. It says uh, it, it provides an enhancement to one's mental processing and verbal skills, as well as improving one's attention span and ability to concentrate. So it's got. It's got some. It's it's a pretty powerful stone. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. And I I now. There's a place not too far from where I live now. I live in Virginia, and uh, there's it's a mine. It's now closed, unfortunately. But in that mine, they have amazonite, which is a bluish, greenish stone, a beautiful stone. It, it kind of looks like turquoise, but it's a little bit more green than turquoise. It's, 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 a, it's a pretty stone, and it has topaz. It has clear topaz, and a lot of people mistake clear topaz for quartz. So they just throw it away. That, it's, it's, and topaz is a semi-precious stone. But, yeah. um, so, but topaz is, is yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool stone. It's uh, very powerful, has a lot of, a lot of good energy. Uh, mm -hmm. I've worked with some, some topazes and, and uh, they're pretty neat. As a matter of fact, I found a nice piece a few years ago and the man who used to own the mine cut it and faceted it and uh, colored it blue for me like a real um like a robin's egg blue mm -hmm. and so i have a couple of pieces of that he did and he did wonderful work beautiful that was before i started polishing my own stones and yeah. but, uh, so am i right in thinking you've done a bit of research and you're you're very switched on when it comes to knowing the birthstones uh, oh yes yeah Oh yes. Excellent. What what about yours then? Do you want to share? Mine is Peridot. Okay. I'm, I'm an August person. I'm I'm a Leo. Leo. And uh, which is a fire sign. Fire sign. Another uh, fire sign. Peridot was interesting. Is is uh, is actually one of the stones that I featured on my Instagram feeds a, a few weeks ago. Um, it is a sign that it. I mean, a, a um, stone that is associated with. Um, abundance and uh, it's a stone of, it is a stone of gathering so it's believed that if you have if you you can use peridot to a lot of times people who are who are empaths empathic and i am yeah. one i'm a, i have a, a real sensitivity to people's feelings yeah and uh, but a lot of times as an as an empath you give out your you know your, your your energy and you're not accustomed to taking it in to to, to, yeah. to taking in good energy you're taking the bad stuff and kind of uh -huh. siphoning it away uh, and peridot is not is believed to, to help you to take in the good energy peridot uh it's a symbol of the sun and in traditional chinese medicine uh, it's it's considered uh to help increase motivation and decision making um, and it's also helps strengthen the blood, 
and uh, specifically for heart 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 issues. Um, and then it was it, it was in medieval times it was believed to ward off evil spirits. Oh, I see. And uh, so it's been mined. It's been mined in, in Egypt for like three thousand years. And Amazing. So it's got a history, and it's been in. Uh, it used to be believed that if you had a, um, it was, if it was a sword or a dagger. If you had a, no, it wasn't a dagger. It was a, a brooch. If you wore a brooch that that had peridot in it, that that would protect you from evil spirits and help you to um, be happier. And it also was a sign of uh, wisdom, but uh, strength and and, and uh, courage. Yeah, awesome. It's, it's pretty neat. So yeah, yeah, that's my that's my birthstone. Uh, a lot of people don't like it. But I think it's just a beautiful stone. It's a real, it's a, a, a yellowish, greenish. It's just a it's yeah. A anything stone. a bit unusual, I, I can be often drawn to that. You know, something that's maybe just a bit different mm -hmm. makes me really curious. I want to learn more. Lovely. So you have been um, making jewelry for how long now? Would you say? I've been doing it for about eleven years, a little over ten years, almost eleven years. And now you've got a, a shop as well on Etsy. That I right? do. I do have an Etsy shop. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Creations by Kim. Well, yeah. Well, a little I'll plug get in there. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I'll get all the details for it, how to find your jewelry. It's beautiful. And it's not all with stones either, is it? Because I was watching something on, you've provided some YouTube videos, haven't you? How to I make, do. I have a channel. Yeah. Which is really lovely to see you in action and how you can turn something, a piece of metal into something stunning. I do work with silver. I work a lot with silver. Uh, silver is another one of those metals that has great energy. And I like gold too, but gold is so expensive that, you know, you just, I, I do, I do special orders with gold, uh, yeah. but I don't work a lot with gold because of, because of the price. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's a very expensive metal, but yeah, I do a lot with silver. You kept up your uh, day job then and you squeeze all this into your spare time. Is, there, yes. is, is the dream one day you'll be focused purely on the jewelry? That's correct. And, and the, and the, in, a, in addition to the jewelry part of it, um, I'm also a teacher. I, I love to teach. And right. I, actually have a, I actually have a student who's we're kind of on hiatus right now because I can't go to his house. Um, yeah. He's a young man. He's 12 years old. He's, uh, he has ADHD. Yeah. Um, but... I've been teaching him how to make different things that has been working out very well. He's a nice young, very smart, super smart yeah. kid. Um, and his parents, about the third, his mother came to my booth at a, at a craft show. Mm -hmm. And she said, do you teach this? And I said, well, of course, yeah, I teach, of course. So she was, she's actually, she's not his mother, she's his grandmother, but he's, he, they have custody of him. Um, yeah. But so she she purchased uh, it started out as four lessons. She purchased four lessons, so I went to their home and, and started teaching him. Yeah. And by the third lesson, she uh, after the lesson was over and, and uh, the, the young man was taking care of his things, uh, we went out on the on their their front porch and, and uh, she and her husband were talking. They said they have no they noticed a. a a dramatic change in his ability to focus yeah and they said even his teachers had said that 
they noticed a change in him and they attributed mm -hmm. it to the to the Jubilee lesson. So they wanted to continue on. That is uh, wonderful. So that made me feel really good. But I do teach, um, and I'm working on um, because I want to focus on that that aspect of it. But I also want to want people to understand. I'm 60 years old, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't start. You know, I, I would be considered a late bloomer, and I don't believe there's any such thing as a late bloomer. I think yeah. I, I, I'm of the the belief that we all have something inside us that is creative, yeah. and we all can learn how to do that. So that's yeah. one. That's another one of my focuses is trying to get trying to help people to find their creativity because it's all there. Yeah. And people might say, I'm not very creative, and then they're, but they'll sit in the meeting and doodle on the side of their paper. And that's it, right. It, so everybody that's has, So that's, a, that's another way that I focus on working on a program based on the artist's way, which is a uh, wonderful book. I love that yes. book. Yeah, me and, too. Uh, so she also, she has two other books that follow that. So I, I purchased the, the second one. I, I didn't know that. I just got the artist. She's got a whole entire library of books. So I have that one. I also have another book that she wrote that is specifically designed for people who are uh, either retired or approaching retirement. Right. And it's how to, and by that time people think, oh, it's too late for me. And it's never too late. Nope. It's never too late to start to start exploring that part of you. Sure. Um, so, that, so that's another focus on the effort. Yeah, the jewelry will always be a part. That, yeah. that will always be, because it's for me it's therapeutic. I love working with the stunts. I love the energy that it creates. I can creates. see that, yeah. Uh, I, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a passion. And I, I'm not surprised that you, I didn't realize that you were kind of teaching, but when I think back to when I watched your YouTube videos, you were so good at it. Yeah, so it just makes perfect sense that you would show other people and you've got such a lovely warmth about you that um, Thank you. I'm so delighted to hear you're doing that. That must be so rewarding for you. It really is. It's very, very satisfying. I, and I'm always running out of my little workshop and showing my wife, look, you see, look, look, look. <laughs> and, uh, and I always ask her opinion too, because she has a very good sense of, of how things fit together. And she's very artistic herself. She does yeah. lettering. Uh, so we're kind of a multi-talented family. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. So what are you working on just now then? Anything? Uh, actually, I just posted another YouTube video, a full 19-minute long YouTube video on wrapping a stone. I do, I do the fast stuff, you know, the time lapse and stuff. Yeah. Those are kind of fun to watch. I always feel like I need to, <laughs> to have really exciting music for you. Know, <laughs> Great. But... Um, so I just posted that uh, wrapping me wrapping a stone because somebody want I had several people ask me to they said you know we like the fast ones but can you show us the whole process so okay. I, I I did want it took a while I said well you know I, fair warning it's almost twenty minutes long so <laughs> hope you don't get bored <laughs> anyway no I think that's so. great. <clears throat> Yeah, and then so you I can have, bring in all the your, your knowledge of the stones as well, into all this as well, mm -hmm. you know, and that's it's just adding even more value to the video, isn't it? It is. It's it's, it's and it's fun. I, I, it's, I'm still not very good at it yet. I you know, oh. I'm not really polished, but yeah, we don't worry about that. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> do it so, messy. So and right now I'm my biggest project right now is I've got to clean up my work area because I'm I have my own approach at organization 
know, it really does look like a dragon's hoard in there. There's just stuff piled all over the place. I just need to get it a little bit more organized. Yeah. I, know, I know where everything is, of course, but of course. Um, sometimes I have to dig, literally dig for things. I need to, I need to pretty that up a little bit. Make it a little yeah. Bit. I know you'd be accumulating so much as well, I would imagine, and going to yeah. need some kind of order. I had, yes. I interviewed someone who's a, a Marie Kondo consultant mm -hmm. uh, several weeks ago. So one of my episodes is with her and uh, she's going to sort me out as well because I live in a little bit of chaos also with things everywhere. And oh. I'm aware I need to, I need to sort my life out. I need to be a bit more tidy and organized. Well, see, I have, I have two, th two thoughts on, on that. Number one, Einstein's desk was that messy. You know, oh, that's, okay. what I, that's, what, that's what I say. I think with this messy. And then the other one is, if a cluttered desk signifies a cluttered mind, what does an empty desk signify? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's those are my. I don't want to yeah. say that mantras, but they're anyway. That's what I, mean. I will say that next time my mum comes and looks at the mess in my house, but she's allowed <laughs> in, and <laughs> she can see. There you go. What's happened to my family home during quarantine? Uh, I tell you, it's something. Oh, well, that's just been incredible. I, I've loved chatting to you about all this. It's just fascinating. And I'm so looking forward to seeing the uh, information sheet that you've put together. Thank you. I'll send gonna... you the link. And, and, yeah. uh, yeah. and then everyone can check what their, their birthstone is and so on. And it's just a lovely thing. Yeah, and they're just little, it's just little little blurbs about the, the birthstones. And if they want any more information, I'm happy to, I can talk and talk and talk and talk. And my <laughs> wife always says, oh, you talk too much. It's like, no, no, I love it. It's so interesting. And it's just been an absolute joy to, to meet you Thank properly. You. And yes. not just over social media. And yeah, anyone listening should check out your Instagram page as well. Because that's why I was, I really wanted to speak to you as well. Because it's not just um, photos of pre pretty stones and pretty pieces of jewelry it's the words behind it as well i can tell that you're so passionate about it and you're definitely the person i wanted to speak to about this world i appreciate that i really, really great i'm grateful for the opportunity because um it's you know it's it's i was excited when you reached out to me like, yeah, oh wow this is so cool <laughs> yeah and i love doing my podcast it's good fun as well like you're saying finding that creative outlet i think yes. this is possibly mine and um yeah, it might not be perfectly polished either, but I'm doing it and I'm having fun. I think the, I, personally, I think the polished ones are, are hard to listen to because they just, they just sound a little bit stilted. Yeah, and, you know, and yeah, yeah, just too, too prepared. It's nice to, it's nice to do things spontaneously. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Like teammates having a chat. That's the way I like to think. That's of it. right. That, and that's what it should be. That's what it should be. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, I'm going to thank you again for being such a wonderful guest. And I'm going to look forward to seeing more from you, what you're going to be producing next. And um, yeah, wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. I really appreciate your time. And I really appreciate your, your, your I just appreciate you asking me to, to come. I'm very grateful for the opportunity to talk with you and to get to know you. And, yeah. Uh, to learn that you're Scottish and uh, I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. My my mother, my my grandmother was born in Ireland, so I'm not a quarter <laughs> Irish. I'm not a quarter, so. Well, we're anyway. very close neighbors, the Scots there and the Irish. <laughs> Thank you. So that's all, folks, for this week's show. Thanks for listening. 
Remember to follow Laura Loves Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. And if you'd like access to my online yoga classes and more, please join the private Facebook group, the Laura Loves Yoga community.